You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. 32 Fans Patrons Podcast, watch out for the Chester Bomb Blast. They're making charts and ranking teams, but to hear it, you gotta pay banking fees. I'm in this world and they made Welcome me back a monster. To, uh, 32 Fans Patron Podcast. We are doing the music bracket yet again. We did not come out with a podcast uh, on the patron side during the week of January 19th to 25th. Apologies there, although we did have three episodes, I think, the previous week. Uh, we were supposed to record an episode on Thursday night, but uh, Uncle Kiwi ended up going like four hours with Renap, and afterwards he said he was just too tired, so he had to retire early. Uh, he's up now, and I just asked him if he wanted to do this podcast, and he said no. But uh, we do have a very special guest. Wait, so uh, are you saying I'm your second choice? <laughs> so there's our guest, uh, not waiting to be introduced. It's uh, Dr. Jen, uh, a fan favorite. Welcome to 32 Fans. Thank you. <laughs> you sound overjoyed to be here. really excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah, so no, you were supposed to be with me and Uncle Kiwi because it's not fair that only I should get to enjoy you. Uncle Kiwi wanted a chance to be on a podcast with you as well. Okay. <laughs> Are you... Uh, playing Candy Crush, and I don't understand why you're bothering me with this, but I'm trying to be supportive. So. <laughs> yes, she's playing, she's playing Candy Crush. She's on level 1800. Why? Why sticking the microphone in my face? Yes, you're right. I'm right. Okay, so we're gonna jump right into this. So you are known as Doctor Jen in the podcast world. I think that's appropriate uh, given the fact that you had 11 years of medical training and you're getting the proper honor. But you claim that you are even a bigger expert of 80s and 90s pop music than you are of internal medicine. Is that correct? That is incorrect. Oh, you do not make that claim. No, I did not. I do not like 80s music at all. Okay, so 90s music then. Yes. Okay, so you are a 90s music expert i know you don't like 80s music but you listen to it all the time don't you no that is incorrect okay because you seem to know the words to a lot of songs you say well I know the word to the words to a lot of songs that is true yeah. doesn't mean i like 80s music no okay but you know a lot about 90s music yes. okay so that's what we're here for anyway okay okay so uh dr jen look at this bracket over here this is the 32 songs that we've made it this far I'm laughing because you keep sticking the microphone in my nose. What do you What do you want me to say? Okay, good job. I like your bracket. Okay, okay so what we're going to do is we're going to listen to these songs and you see the matchups. Mm-hmm. And we're going to listen to the two songs and then you're going to say which one is better, which one deserves to advance. What does that mean? Which one Is that which one I prefer? Is that which is a better, more culturally important song? Like, what is your criteria? So you're asking a question that many listeners have asked. Have asked. It's not a uniform way of judging every single judge gets to apply their judgment however they feel like doing so 
what? Sorry. What is this? Okay. Is so for best song of the '90s, is that my favorite song? Is that a song that I think is the most important song to the '90s? What? What exactly do you mean? Again, it's up to you to determine how you want. When you hear this is the best song of the '90s, this is the song of the '90s. It's up to you how you want to play it. If it's your personal song. As I've told you, when you told me that you were doing this podcast, there really only is one song that is the best song of the '90s. That is kind of an indisputed song that's the best song of the 90s and that is smells like teen spirit from nirvana no. so is there if <laughs> i don't understand why we're even doing this so to you there's no need for a bracket smells like teen spirit wins and bracket over yeah now do you know that smells like teen spirit lost its last matchup and wasn't even going to make it to the round of 32 in your in your bracket yeah. okay well that's why your bracket is dumb <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you're here to give an opportunity to rectify what you consider the mistakes that we've made okay all right so we're going to start we're going to be listening to Britney Spears' Baby One More Time, and it's going up against Blink-182, Adam's song. Wait, wait, wait. I, do I need to listen to all these songs? Because I know all these songs. Do I need to, like... No, we're, gonna, we're going to listen to the song. So, actually... Or Why did you pick Adam's song? Like, of all the Blink-182 songs, I'm just curious. About well, you weren't on the episode, but I listened to Adam's song, What's My Age Again, and All the Small Things, and Adam's song advanced. It, what do you mean advanced? Like It advanced from those three songs. Okay. What's your opinion of of, the, of that choice? I think that I don't I don't understand it. I, I'm not sure why you picked that song. Is it because you like like that song better? I don't I don't understand. Okay. Well, let's start listening to Britney Spears. Okay. Oh, this is the music video version, I assume, right? Remember in the beginning of the music video? <laughs> But you need to listen to it. When we did the sur- hold on, hold on. When we did when we did the serial tournament, right? Wait, are are we listening to thirty two songs right now? No, we're not going to get to thirty two. Okay. We'll probably well, do eight true. or so. No, probably not even that. Okay, when we did the serial tournament, we didn't just say Cheerios versus Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, we know what those taste like. We're going to pick one. That's not how a tournament works. You have to try it at that moment. I so he gave me a clip. I know this song very well. Next, would you like to sing part of it for us? Have you heard the version of Vanna Black that I sing? Yes. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I have no thoughts that I want to share on this podcast. All right. So that's enough. Uh, Britney Spears says Dr. Jen. Okay. So you didn't need or want to listen to uh, very much of Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. Now it's going up against Blink-182, Adam's song. Before you listen, do you have uh, a favorite between these two? No, I would like to hear Adam's song. I haven't heard that song in a long time. Okay. So let's listen to Adam's song. And I chose this is it's more mature, I think, than some of the other popular Blink-182 songs. The other two songs, All the Small Things and What's My Age Again, were way more popular, or way more famous. But that doesn't mean they're better songs. I think that way more indicative of what Blink-182 is more than this song. You think I that disagree that you chose this song over those other two songs. So I agree with you, but those songs are more indicative of the band, but this is a better song. You're just picking the, your favorite songs of the 90s because this bracket, like, misses a lot of really good songs, so I'm not even sure. How did you even get to this 32? 
<laughs> Listen, we had a lot of episodes. This is like part six of this uh, series. Okay, I, I remember this song very well. Okay. The obvious one to advance is the Britney Spears song. All right, so I don't agree with you. It's, that was, Britney Spears song was way, way more important, way, way more popular. I disagree with those things. Ubiquitous in the culture. I agree with all of that, but this is a better song. Which one would you rather listen to? I like this song. Yeah. I do like this song, but I don't. I would not advance this song. I would advance the other song. All right, I'm going to agree with you, but I just wanted to put the fight there a little bit because, again, I think this is a better song. But I'm fine with a song like this, which, you know, this is a, a top maybe 50 band of the 90s, but they're not like a top 10 band of the 90s for sure. Britney Spears, at least in like 98, 99, 2000, was like a top three pop star in America. Yes, I agree. All right, so that's our choice for our first matchup in the Thrifty 32 round. So we're on to our next matchup. It's Oasis Wonderwall against Pearl Jam Jeremy. Mm, those are both excellent, excellent, important songs. You have a favorite going in. Well, this is the other reason I don't like brackets, because both of those songs probably deserve to be like very high on your list, and to eliminate one of those songs now is, is a tragedy. So they're both better than Britney Spears, you think? Far better. Oh, wow. But and you think, but culturally or whatever. What? Culturally or whatever, you think they were bigger than Britney Spears? Also, mm. more representative of the '90s. Um, both are very representative of the '90s and really excellent songs. Uh, so, how did you decide to put these two together? With the 32 songs, how they match up with each other—that's totally random. Well, this is why brackets are so stupid. I I don't like brackets. I don't like your whole concept for this. Why? No, this is what the listeners want to hear. Why? Because it's arbitrary to get rid of, like, to, to match up two songs and then get rid of one when maybe both of these songs deserve to move up the And maybe the two previous songs deserve to be eliminated. You're saying that a ranking, a ranking would make more sense. Then that prejudges. Then that affects you're going to come in and say, oh, this is the one versus the 16. Well, then, of course, the one is better than the 16. We don't want to be prejudging this. What are you talking about? You can say this is a top one tier song, a top two tier, a top three tier, if, and then rearrange them within their tiers and then, you know, create a whole list. So, that's, so making a whole bunch of tiers is less complicated to you. Yes, it is. <laughs> just randomly doing it. Because this is arbitrary and this is annoying that you just like, okay, play the next one. So... I don't agree with the bracket. I don't agree with it at all. I think you're doing a disservice to the song. Disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. Are we being respectful to Oasis right now by talking over their entire song? Move on to the next song. Let's, I love you. So you don't even like it enough to want to listen to the whole song? I want to hear, I want it to jog my memory. Of course, I know the song. Now let's move on to the next song. Okay. So let's jump to Pearl Jam, Jeremy. Do you think this was the correct Pearl Jam song to be picked? Yeah, I love this song. And do you think Wonderwall is the, be- the correct? Pearl Jam. You love Pearl Jam? Yes. Not as much as Akiva. Okay. He's flown to Germany just to go to Pearl Jam concerts. Good for him. Okay, this song has to advance. This song is so, so good. Okay. Over Wonderwall. Yeah. Just from hearing the opening bar, you've decided. This song is just so good. What's the lead singer's name in this band? I forget. Pearl Jam expert asking the name of the lead singer of Pearl Jam. His voice is one of my favorite voices. I love his voice. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. I love Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. 
voice is so, so, so amazing. Okay, this song. Hands down. I love it. I love how him appearing on the cover of Time Magazine in 1993 is like a big deal. But if we like try to explain it to our kids, they'd have no idea what the hell we were talking about. I'm not listening to you. I'm listening to Eddie Vedder. She's lip-syncing the song to herself. All right, so I'm shocked. So an easy win over Oasis for you. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure I agree. Both are, both are good songs. Both deserve to advance. But since I can only pick one, I pick this one. I mean, Akiva's a super... Uh, hardcore Pearl Jam fan and he thought Pearl Jam shouldn't even be in this bracket we unleash the lion alright she's uh, singing along so they say happy life happy wife I can't confirm that but I can confirm unhappy wife unhappy life so I'm gonna try and avoid that and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my wife for the second time in a row so Pearl Jam advances Oasis who I thought was like a elite 8 contender for sure knocked out early so even if these were seated Jed this would have been an upset I think Jen's looking at Pearl at uh, Winnie the Pooh memes on Instagram right now. True or false? I am scrolling through Instagram. All right. There was a lot of uh, Winnie the Pooh there. want me to keep playing Pearl Jam because you're singing along after I stop the song. And keep going, keep going. Let's go because it's midnight and I don't want to do this forever. Okay, alright. So our next matchup is going to be uh, Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On against Beastie Boys, Sabotage. I don't think this is going to be a very uh, close matchup coming in. I, I actually don't know what Sabotage is. You play it. I mean. Okay, well we're going to start with... I don't need to hear the Celine Dion song, please. When's the last time... Everybody that was alive in 1997 does not need to hear yeah. the song, when, ever. When was the last time that you heard it? I don't know, but oh my god. Now imagine... Now you say anybody alive in 97 heard the song nonstop. Now imagine... It was 97, wasn't it? Yes. Now imagine somebody who wasn't just alive, but living in Canada at the time. Because Canadian radio stations have these rules about like X percent of the music of the time. I don't believe be. that is actually true. Well, maybe it's maybe it's not private networks. Maybe it's only public. Sounds network. like something you made up. No, they. Okay. okay. Next song. I, Anyways, I know this song. the point. This song, I don't the point is the point is that on radio stations in Toronto, maybe not all of them, but there were some of them where they have rules okay. about a percentage. Okay. Ne- next song. I, okay. Editor's note: Quick googling shows that this is indeed the case. There are laws for Canadian content requirement for music on Canadian radio, including a certain percentage of the broadcast must be Canadian content. And so when they get a super popular song that's also by a Canadian, they're like overjoyed. So they played not just this song, but like remixes of this song. You're going to keep talking. You're just going to keep talking. Listening to the song. Next song. We're not skipping through. We got to listen at least to the chorus one time. No, I I listened to it. Go ahead. I see you. I feel you. That is how I know you. Go the distance and okay. spaces between right. You really don't seem to like us. Leave Dion here. Being disrespectful to our Canadian listeners. 
I was so, this song. I'm still sick of it from 1997. All right, so that is not great news. That's it. I do have to give respect to Celine Dion, whose voice is incredible. But no, the song is I can't handle it. Next. It is an annoying song, honestly. So now it's going to go up against Beastie Boys Sabotage, the Beastie Boys who did not go to MTA. Okay, next. Keep going. What do you mean, keep going? We can't listen to Sabotage? No, listen to the song already. Like, stop talking so much. Oh, my God. I'm waiting for the chorus. This song is not written up. The chorus is just sabotage. It's sabotage. Queen of 90s music. I know almost every word to almost every 90s song. This song does not ring a bell at all. So I'm waiting to see if I've heard the chorus. That is the chorus. The chorus is listen all y'all, it's sabotage. This song, what is the song? No. No. So which song is advancing? This or Celine Dion? But you said Celine Dion was so annoying you didn't even want to listen I, to it's it. It's still a really important song. Doesn't mean it's my favorite song. Yeah, so I mean, I think Celine Dion has to advance, but I'm offended by your dismissal of Beastie Boys. I'm actually going to Google Beastie Boys. You're not a big Beastie Boys, obviously, fan. The song, you know... Literally the first one that comes up. For your right to party. Hold on. But what's the first... That's from the 80s. What's the first song that comes up on Google? Um, Intergalactic. That's... Well, what's the first song that comes up? Just... What's on the top of Google when you the Google te- Beastie the Boys The 10 song? best Beastie Boys songs. No, no. What was the first? Google automatically populates. Okay, but, but Google automatically populates answers. She's scrolling through the songs. I actually don't know any of these songs. I guess I'm not a Beastie Boys fan. Oh, number one is Sabotage. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? I say I guess I'm not a Beastie Boys fan. She was so excited to find a list that was not going to say Sabotage. And literally the first list is Sabotage. Okay, now she... She's going to Rolling Stones now. Okay, get it together. Number nine, Shake Your Rump. Number eight, Sure Shot. Seven, Brass Monkeys. Six, Intergalactic. I like that song, by the way. Five, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Four, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party. Three, So What You Want. Two, Paul Revere. Oh, Unsabotage. Sabotage again. Okay. It's our, according to Rolling Stone, it's arguably the most successful merger of hip-hop and punk rock. Okay, well, I don't like punk rock, so I like hip-hop, but not punk rock. All right, so you uh, try to dismiss this song as a non-heard of song, and every list you keep Googling number one. Okay. Well, I'm voting for Celine Dion. That actually stiffens my spine a little bit, because I was going to host Celine Dion also, but now I feel like uh, I should fight for Sabaton. Okay, I don't really care. Next song. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give in to the wife yet again. I'm going to say Celine Dion advances. And now we have Green Day, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life. Going up against Smashing Pumpkins' Bullet with Butterfly Wings. So first of all, what's your opinion of that being the song we chose for each of Green Day and Smashing Pumpkins? Mm, 
it's an important Green Day song. I'm not sure that's the most important Smashing Pumpkins song. What would you have picked? 1979? I love that song so much. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, so I told this to Akiva, and Akiva's like, no, you're absolutely wrong. It has to be Blue with Butterfly Wings. That's by far their number one song. Okay, well, I don't think that's true, but let's listen to them. Okay. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time this song reminds you of Seinfeld, doesn't it? This song, like, is a little irritating. It's because it's so overplayed even now. Yep. But it is an important song. So take the photo. For me and most of my friends and, and many listeners, this song means Seinfeld to us. But to you, that means nothing, right? Nothing. You know what I'm talking about at all? No. The Seinfeld finale, before it played, they played like a clip show. And then the end of that clip show, so the last like two minutes that then ran into this episode, the, the series finale, was a clip, like clips being played of the characters, the actors, while the song played. This was the Seinfeld song. That's what people called it. Irritating. All right, that's what you said about Celine Dion, but then you advanced her. And I'm picking best songs as like the most important and culturally relevant songs. Okay, so now let's listen to Smashing Pumpkins. The world is a vampire. Sent to drain. Secret destroyer. All right. By the way, Spin Magazine says that the number one Smashing Pumpkin song is 1979, which I agree with. I, I don't disagree. Mayonnaise. I, I keep seeing Mayonnaise is from Siamese Dream, the earlier album. Okay, listen to that song. Okay, but that's not part of this podcast. What? Your podcast? Like, I don't, I don't agree with this song. You're not going to recognize Mayonnaise. It's not a very famous song. I, I'm listening to it on my iPad. All right, so Jen has interrupted the podcast to listen to a different song. So I'm not going to play that, but uh, we'll be back in a moment.
bite on my rage I am still just a rat in a cage And someone will say What is lost can never be saved Despite all my rage I am still just a rat in a I will advance 1979. That, that's not one of the options. Well, that's what I'm advancing. <laughs> well, that's not. I think Smashing Pumpkins is a more important band than Green Day. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Obviously, I mean they're like advancing 1979. Okay, but that's not an option. So. It is an option. That's what I just said. But it, who's gonna stop me? I'm advancing 1979. All right, the options are Bullet with Butterfly Wings or. No, it's okay. I've told you what I'm advancing. All right, well, uh, for the first time, I'm going to have to uh, disagree with the wife and step in. Obviously, I'm going to advance Smashing Pumpkins. Why do you get to say? I would like to know. Wait, I'm what? No, I, you, because you're picking a song that's not in the bracket. That's not how it works. I'll change your bracket then. You could have been on the podcast earlier when we chose the, on the podcast now, and I'm but, telling you to change your bracket now. It's, I, you can't not include that song. That song is so classic. Now, I will allow you to do this. If you want to call an audible, uh-oh, we have a third guest joining the podcast. Harris, what are you doing up? <laughs> our, our seven-year-old came down the stairs. It's after midnight. Looked at us, turned around, and went back up. He walked in on his parents doing a podcast, and he's not interested. Come here for one second. Come here. Talk into the microphone. You don't want to? Okay. Uh, our our seven year old had a movie night at uh, someone's house tonight, and they showed Good Burger. Which <laughs> where would that appear on your ranking of nineties movies? <laughs> with with Keenan and Cal. It's not Cal. It's Cal. You didn't know Keenan and Cal. Whatever. No, I didn't. Um, I've never seen Good Burger. So he tried to. They were they were on a Nickelodeon show, which you did not have cable, so you you are not like equipped to handle pop culture from the nineties because you but didn't. I know like, because he's like the longest running SNL cast member, other than Daryl Hammond. When I knew when he, when he was on all that. Yes. Okay. So my seven year old was trying to describe the movie to us. He said it was a movie about two different hamburger companies that were trying to run each other out of business. Hamburger shops. That hamburger were shops. Against each other. Yeah. He said they were against each other. We said, "What do you mean?" He's like, "They're trying to run each other out of business." Yeah, and they tried to poison each other or something, and it was a truly terrifying movie, according yeah. to him. So he's worried about having nightmares because of the the scary movie that is uh, Good Burger. <laughs> Why did they show that movie of all? He had a first and second graders movie night at a neighbor's house, and this—that's the movie. They chose yeah, good. Way, it's rated PG. He should be watching G movies. Nineteen ninety-seven. That's yeah. the movie they picked. Yeah. How did they get picked? You think it would be like Frozen or yeah. Toy Story four, maybe? It's like so ridiculous. Oh my god. All right, so let's go back to our tournament for a second. I'm there- offended, but that's the movie that they showed my child. <laughs> Can we talk about the other thing that happened tonight? With with that with that with him and with the other mom or no? No, 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 no. not not for the podcast. Controversial, controversial. <laughs> That's what the listeners want to hear. They want to hear no, your rap. No, I'm not. Uh, no, we're gonna get kicked out of our neighborhood. No. <laughs> you think you think there's a lot of uh, patrons who are our neighbors? I, I, I don't know, but you've said things that have offended our neighbors in the past, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> All right, okay, so let's get to our next matchup. So Smashing Pumpkins advance. Now we have Metallica, The Unforgiven, against Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. 
Well, I need to listen to the Metallica song. Okay, because I put the Whitney Houston song in 100% because of you. Okay, I want That shows my... I love Whitney. That shows my love for you as a husband. I do love Whitney. Okay, let me hear this one. Okay, so we're going to listen to Metallica first. Why are you hiding from me what you're Googling? I'm not. You're just sticking the microphone, like, literally, like, on top of my face. What song is this? The Unforgiven. It's not ringing the bell at all. I'm not a huge Metallica fan. You don't recognize the song? Not yet. If you don't recognize it yet, you're not going to. So Jen has a very big hole in like hard rock. Yeah, actually, it's probably true. Ugh. It says ugh. It sounds honestly, it sounds like a big hair band, like cheesy. Sorry, sorry, Metallic fans. Wow. The Unforgiven. I'm trying to find it on the list of best Metallica songs on Spin. But remember, we're limited to the '90s. Enter Sandman. Yeah, that was one of our finalists. But that's identified with the Yankees, who we hate. Honestly, this song is really cheesy sounding. I, I don't like this at all. Okay, so we're going to listen. 17. Um, all right, we're going to listen to Whitney now to uh, cleanse your palate, okay? Yes. So I paused for a second. You said there are other Metallica songs. that. Wait, I want to listen to Whitney. So I'm not allowed to talk? No. I would only be in your way, so I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And okay, so my feelings about this song, it is also a little cheesy, but it, her talent is so impressive, and her voice is so beautiful. You have to advance this song, obviously. So just to give context for the listeners, the whole podcast, we're sharing a microphone. I've been like holding it and handing it to Jen to try and get her to talk, and she keeps laughing and pushing it away. For Whitney, she grabbed the microphone from me and held it. That's how passionate she is. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't love Whitney? So my honest opinion uh, of this—you can't compare her talent to almost any. I mean, who has talent like this? This isn't a talent in the '90s competition. Okay, but she's just ugh, who sings like this? But it's also not best singer of the '90s. Okay, well, this song is important. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a little cheesy, but I, I would have definitely been. The popularity of this song, I think, made cocaine dealers in L.A. millions of dollars. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Next, next bracket. Jen's a Whitney truther. Uh, Whitney never did drugs, according to Jen. So here's my, my thoughts of this uh, song. Honestly, I don't think this song belongs in this bracket at all. She has a beautiful voice, and it's a beautifully sung song, but it's not like, this 
song, like, here comes a cheesy saxophone. Like, this isn't representative of the 90s. You're actually offending me. You're actually offending me. I'm She's saying, one I- of the most important singers ever, and certainly of the 90s. Ever. Jen has an angry look on her face. She's actually, she's actually pissed off at me right now. I, I, so I put this song in the bracket, like, out of respect for you. But to me, Metallica clearly has to advance. Okay, well, I think I don't agree with you. All right, well, you're the guest, and we don't have a key to, uh, to be a third judge here. You could have picked a- another Whitney song also. Like, this song is slightly cheesy. Like the Star-Spangled Banner from the Super Bowl in January of 91. Oh God, that was wow. I actually did propose that, and Akiva dismissed it out of hand. You can't have the Star Spangled Banner as a song in a song in the 90s bracket. Okay. Akiva hates... I don't really want to keep talking. Akiva famously hates America. You talk too much. That is my advice to you. Just... Okay. Next. <laughs> All right. Now, the next matchup is going to be a little controversial. And I... <laughs> she shoved the microphone away. But she she is singing. The microphone in my face. I don't want to talk. All right, I don't agree, but I'm conceding to the wife. Now the next matchup is a little bit controversial. It's Alanis Morissette. You ought to know. And it was supposed to be against the Fugees, "Killing Me Softly" with his song. On the last episode, we kicked that song out and put in "Smells Like Teen Spirit," which lost the Nirvana battle. What do you mean lost the Nirvana? It lost the "Come As You Are" for best Nirvana song. What? Uh, <laughs> She's so I'm bad. I'm like so offended right now. I can't even. I, I don't even know if I should continue this at all. Like, oh my God. Okay. But then we called it off. I, I, what? Oh my God. <laughs> She's so mad. All right. But then we decided to uh, stick it in anyway. And so we kicked out the Fugees. How do you feel about that decision? I really love that Fuji song. Do you love it more than Smells Like Teen Spirit? I mean, it's not that I love Smells Like Teen Spirit so much, which I do really like that song. But that song was just so important. That band was so important. They were so culturally culturally relevant. So, I mean, it, it was revolutionary. Now, you're a famous anti-feminist woman. So for you, four men always beat one woman, right? <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Uh, she's not a fan of the uh, the, the Chester Cube style of comedy on the podcast. All right, so now we're going to listen to Alanis Morissette. You ought to know. You at least have to give it a chance. Okay. Against, it, against Nirvana? Yes. Okay. You have to come in with an open mind. I I do like that song. I it just it doesn't even go in the same like stratosphere as the Nirvana song. Okay, well we're gonna listen to both and we're gonna decide. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that I'm happy. Jen's biting her lips to not sing along. I sing along. No. I can mute it. I won't play that part if you don't want. I'm not trying to embarrass my wife. I only embarrass myself. I know the version of me. Is she perverted like me? Would she go down on me? I'm not gonna sing this song so that you can do nothing. Does she speak eloquently? This song is not an appropriate song to be singing. I'm sure she'd make a really excellent But it's such a good song. Cause the love that you gave that we made wasn't able to make it enough for you to So I had to edit that out, but listeners, you should know that Jen started singing along very excitedly to the song. 
And then she said it's inappropriate, so she didn't want to be heard. Okay, next. Next, next. Okay, so Alanis Morissette now going up against Nirvana, the second best Nirvana song from the previous episode. I happen to really like Alanis Morissette. And, oh my gosh, when we were in middle school and high school, you know, in the 90s, like, she was so important to, like, every girl I knew. Everybody had that CD. I mean, but this song is, like, the number one song. So, unfortunately, she goes against the number one song. So, I mean, that sucks. That's why brackets are dumb. So, who are you picking among these two? She ucked me again. I'm getting a lot of ucks. Now, uh, can I tell you that one of the listeners told me that uh, two weeks ago or last week, whenever it was, when we released the two episodes where we got down to these 32 songs, he told me, quote, it was a great week uh, in his marriage. And he credited the podcast because him and his wife sat there and listened to the podcast and listened to all these 90s songs. And uh, it gave them like a good like trip down memory lane. Honestly, I don't like really listening to 90s songs with you because I don't feel that you're on the same level as me I don't I don't I need to speak to someone who's a little more sophisticated than you so I was just gonna ask do you think that doing this podcast together is gonna be great for our marriage I mean I always this is what I listen to like you listen to podcasts I listen to music and I listen to 90s music I listen to these songs I know these songs I care about these songs literally never heard of two of the songs okay well you pick stupid songs that's your fault you never heard of Metallica no I've heard of Metallica I didn't hear of that Metallica song which by the way wasn't even a top 10 song according to Spin Magazine and then you try to shit all over uh, Sabotage for the Beastie Boys it was number one on every list that was probably from like 1991 when I was like 5 so Part of the 90s. Okay, well, I don't know early 90s that well. I will oh, I will I will one. acknowledge. Although Nirvana, I do know. <laughs> I'm not on her level, she says. You're not. You're not. It's it's I, it's hard to discuss.
Okay, so now we're going to have Puff Daddy, I'll be missing you. Okay. The fact that this gets on the list at this all. This is a very important song. It was an important song. I mean, but it's a complete like, ripoff, obviously. The, the fact thing. that this even gets on the list, like, oh my God, this is like, this whole okay, now it, bracket well, is so offensive. The last two songs both deserve to advance. Now, this was supposed to be going up against Madonna Vogue. Oh, I love that song. Well, I got bad news here. We kicked it out of the well, bracket. Well, honestly, I, you can't. You're, you are not equipped to do this podcast. You are not. You are not. This is offensive. Can you acknowledge that Madonna, an incredible superstar for 40 years, didn't have one like amazing song in the 90s? Um, Vogue. Vogue is obviously uh, deserves to be like top ten. Obviously, no question, no question. All right, well, we kicked it out for California Love by Tupac. I just, I can't. She's pushing the microphone away. She's so mad right now. Now you're dancing to this song, even though you claim you don't like it. I do like it. I never said I don't like it. I do like it. It just doesn't deserve to like be on this list. I'm sorry. Which song do you think was a number one song longer? This song or the police? This song was extremely popular in 1997 or so. Who do you think killed Biggie? <laughs> I don't know. Is he still alive? Night. Did you say Surge Night? <laughs> she said Surge Night. I said Surge. Sug. It is. Yeah, like sugar. <laughs> well, that's how it's spelled. Hold on a second. She's mocking me, saying I don't know anything. She called it a Suge Knight Suge Knight. That's a Sammy Chesterism. It's <laughs> true. That is true. All right. Um, okay, so now we're going to have some Tupac California love. Um, if you're going to pick a Tupac song, Changes. Well, I got news for you. Changes is literally the next song in the bracket. Wait, you picked two Tupac songs? <laughs> you gotta listen to the last episode. There's two Nirvana songs also. Okay. We kicked out uh, the Fugees and Madonna. Okay, well, that's dumb. Madonna is like definitely an icon and deserves to be uh, top 10 for sure. Top All right, 10. let's listen to Tupac. Straight putting it down 
song obviously advances compared to the other one. Yeah, this is one of the few where I definitely agree with you. No questions asked. It's, this is infuriating. This does not help our marriage. <laughs> this is like, oh. Alright, so yeah, this is a pretty easy one. I agree with you. Okay, okay, I heard this song. Okay. Now we have another Tupac song coming up immediately, which is not great because that means if it advances, we're going to have Tupac versus Tupac again in the next round, which is something we did in the previous round to get here. But it's Changes, which was the number one Tupac song that advanced. I love, 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 love this song. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself One less hungry mouth on the welfare Alright, now I'm just warning you The next song goes in a very different direction I seem to be enjoying this I don't want to interrupt I'm singing along Next, next, what's the next song? That's the way it is Okay, what's the next song? Okay, now, uh, you really like Changes. You really like that song. You were singing along. I had to cut you off. Uh, it's going up against Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Okay. Okay. Now you see the interesting part of a bracket. It makes you put two songs up against each other that you don't really think of side by side. But that doesn't, again, you don't get to the best songs this way. You don't. You get you don't. to the best song, though. No, no. Yeah, but you, you, it's not a good representation of, of the ranking of songs. It's not. But it's more exciting and dramatic. No, it's not. So then how should we have done it? I just told you. You should have done, you should have grouped songs as like a, a top 25 song, a top 50 song, a top 75 song, and then rank them within those yeah. tiers. That's what you should have done. You I mean, this is a pretty classic song. My too. fire, the one. Desire. I mean, the music video is flashing in front of my eyes. When so I if you ever, if you grew up in the 90s, you watched TRL every single day. This song was always on. So I think TRL was much more girls than guys. I watched it every day. Who's advancing? Better 
Okay, so we just took a little break, and while we took the break, Jen, uh, Dr. Jen made her own list of the top 20 songs of the 90s. Yes, I did. Way better than your stupid bracket. This was a very quick run-through of my favorite songs of the 90s. Now you have vanilla top ice, 20. ice, ice, baby. That, because that was such an important song in 1990, in 1991, or whenever it came out. You can't hear that song and not think it's a joke. No, it's that, that song is actually a really catchy song. I put it on here. I think it's... I think it deserves a place in the top 20. All right, so we uh, have Jen's opinion. I will post, uh, you'll email me that. I will tell, I will read the list. Uh, yeah, because if you post it, nobody's, but if anybody is actually listening to this, they should know the list. The number one song, as I said, is Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Somewhere in the next, like, top 10, Madonna Vogue, Michael Jackson, Black or White, Zombie from the Cranberries, Mariah, Vision of Love, Pearl Jam Alive. Uh, there's so many good ones. Radiohead Creep. Tupac Changes. And then the next kind of the next level, I would say, is Corn, Freak on a Leash. Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. Nine Inch Nails Closer. Dr. Dre and M forgot about Dre. Beck Loser. Collective Soul Shine, Fiona Apple Criminal, Duncan Sheep Barely Breathing, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Did you say vanilla instead of vanilla? Yes, I do. And then that song, which I will forever... No, I didn't. I put that in the top. That's like a, a top five. That's a top five song. Now, I mean, support say, Jackson, say what you will about... Say what you will about Michael Jackson, but he okay, fine. He, I, I, okay, I feel fine. I feel horrible no, about not that. Fine. But you cannot deny yes, that can. he is a musical genius. No, you cannot. You cannot deny it. You cannot deny Go watch the his songs HBO. are he are raped children. Okay, I, I did watch that. It, it was really disturbing. It is makes me sad, but you know, like you cannot deny. Michael Jackson deserves a spot. But you you also cannot separate... Just because you don't like him doesn't mean his songs aren't like the the most important songs of that time. is an asshole or Tupac was an asshole. I don't like them as people, okay? I still appreciate their music. Michael Jackson wasn't just like I disliked him as a person. Okay, well, you know what? His song still deserves a place on... on, I mean, if your list has any integrity whatsoever, you have to put him... You have to put Michael Jackson on your list. I'm sorry. Let's move to the right side of the bracket uh, in the Thrifty 32. Wait, I would like to put on my... I I always forget what the song is called, and I'm going to play it. What song? I'm going to play it because everybody knows this is a great 90s song. It's from Primitive Radio Gods, standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. Hopefully they can hear and anybody that likes 90s music will love that song. That is one of the classic 90s songs. But it didn't make your top 20. Yes, it did. I put it on. Okay. All right. Uh, good job for Primitive Radio Gods. Uh, the definition of a one hit wonder, like a half hit wonder, I'd say. Uh, it's still one of the best songs. All right. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge is going up against Fat Boy Slim, Praise You. Neither one of these is a top 20 song in your opinion. I need to listen to both. Okay, let's go.
song. This is a great song. I was going to guess because you're a couple years younger that you really know like the Californication era. Uh, yeah, but this is this is a great song. This song advances. I don't like the other song. Yeah, Boy Slim Praise You. Yeah, the other song. It was it was an important song, but it was it's an annoying song. Yeah, we had. We have a music, an actual music expert who has his own music podcast and is like a music critic, who uh, Chris Malampi, who we were going to bring on this, but we keep uh, postponing him to bring on people like you and A.B. Praise You was the, one of the songs that he said to me has to be in this bracket. Okay, well, that's great. I think that song is somewhat annoying. It, it is an important song. I would not advance that song. This song advances, for sure. You have to listen to both. Okay. Okay. Next song. Let's listen to this for a couple minutes. In the morning, and I have to go to the bathroom, and I have to go to sleep. So let's like. You can pause for the bathroom. No, I, I want to get done with this. It's dumb. I gave you my top twenty already. Anybody that cares about music will agree with my top twenty and agree that your bracket is so dumb. This isn't like a performance of a podcast. She's really upset. No, I'm just legitimately annoyed. You have no qualifications to do this at all, and your opinion means nothing. We also ranked all 191 national flags. Do we have the appropriate... Nobody cares about rankings of national flags. Nobody cares. 90s music is a really important topic. People care about that. You know people literally go to war over flags. All right. My genre of music. I mean, this is a gr- this is a great song, actually. Okay, but Red Hot Chili Peppers advances. Okay. Still next. Next. So, but you're voting. Song deserves a place on the list. It just doesn't advance. You're putting Red Hot Chili Peppers ahead of it. Okay, there you go. The next matchup is Radiohead Creep, a song that was in your top 20. Yeah. Against. Uh, Biggie, a song that was not hypnotized. Okay. All right. So. How this is gonna go? All right. Well, let's give it a chance. Let's start with uh, "Creep." 
Wait, you're asking if Biggie deserves a spot in the top 20? Like it's a question? Obviously he does. Oh, I don't know. Tupac does. Uh, now Biggie. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> now, I uh, am a bigger Tupac fan than Biggie fan by far, but uh, a lot of the New York uh, listeners mm-hmm. were very offended by that. Well, I happen to align myself with the East Coast. But... <laughs> Uh, can, can, am I allowed to tell people about your inner thigh East Coast tattoo? <laughs> There's no question that like Tupac is like the winner of that fight. If you were going to get a tattoo that meant something to you personally and you didn't want to talk to other people about it, where would you put it? Are you trying to put a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference into this? I was trying to elevate small talk to medium talk. Top 20. Okay. This song is going to advance. Let's just hear another song. Real hater of uh, Biggie here. But I'm a creep. I'm a what the hell I'm doing here? Okay. Okay, next. Next. Oh, this is a good song. Yeah, this is a great song. This is a great song. This song has to advance over Radiohead. No. Yes, it has. No. Oh, that's ridiculous. Biggie is so much more important than Radiohead. No, no, no. Biggie and Tupac, like, hip-hop defines the 90s. It's very important. Biggie is only important because Tupac is important. Let's be honest. Oh, my God. Wow, this New York hate. By the way, Dr. Jen got up and walked away before she even heard the chorus. I've, I've been like conceding to her every single time. I'm gonna have to fight this one. It's it's a ridiculous thing that she's saying. Radiohead Creep is a great song. I agree. And Radiohead is like a beloved rock band. I understand that. But like the 90s, if you had to pick one genre that defines the 90s, it's really hip hop. Hip hop goes from like an underground, like very small, like almost nothing thing in the late 80s and explodes starting in the late 80s and now is the dominant form of music and, and like affects all other music. Like grunge was huge in the early 90s among like white suburban boys like me, but it didn't have the lasting impact. You don't hear a bunch of grunge songs in 2020 in the top 20 like you do for hip hop. And hip hop in the 90s was Biggie. You didn't even listen to the chorus. I know the chorus. I had to go to the bathroom. I can fill you with real millionaires. Cargo, my cargo, 
homie round shit, come through. Have sex on rough, that's Persian. Come up to your job, hit you while you're working. For certain, I'm a freaking, not speaking. Be that bleaking, like rapper demo. Tell them, take their clothes off, slowly. Now you're dancing along. You wouldn't dance the creep. Okay, this is a great song. It's not better than creep. Alright, I'm not going to agree. This is the first time I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna say why do you have why are you having me on the my podcast? Oh, we need a tiebreaker. So I'm gonna leave these two open and we're gonna have to have a third judge, whether it's the listeners or Akiva or something. We're gonna have to have a third judge. Decide who advances here, okay? Alright. She's still dancing. Alright. By the way, have sex on rugs that's Persian? He's really trying hard for the rhyme there, you know? Nobody calls them rugs that's Persian. All right, uh, TLC Waterfalls, which A.B. Sutton said was the favorite in the whole tournament, will be going up and was not in your top 20, correct? That was a great song, and it was an important song, no question. But I'd, I don't particularly love that song. All right, and it's going up against No Doubt Just a Girl. That was also a really important song, but that song... It's I don't know. I think I heard it too many times. Are you shocked that Just a Girl is the No Doubt song that advanced over, like, Don't Speak? Yeah, Don't Speak is way more famous. The other big song is... Um, Spiderwebs. Spiderwebs, Spiderwebs. That was a good song, too. Those were the ones that we had I in the last podcast. Doubt. And I do like TLC, but neither of them, I mean, honestly, can... All right, well, let's listen. Both of these songs were so overplayed that both are a little annoying when I hear them now. But this is a good song. What about The Boy's Mind, Brandy and Monica? That should be on your list. That was in our top 100, but it didn't make it. That, that, that was a great song. Okay, so that's one entrant, and the other entrant... Take these women off 
my eyes I'm exposed and it's no big surprise Don't you think I know exactly where I stand This world is forcing me to hold your hand Okay, advanced TLC I love this song, but Really? Yeah. TLC is a more important song. To me, TLC. And a more important band. TLC, the whole song, has really long, really boring parts. Like, the main part of the song is great, but there's like a really long interstitial. I really like this song, and I remember loving No Doubt when I was, you know, I, I really 12, want to, 13. I really want to advance this song. No. TLC, that Waterfalls is a way more important song. More important? More important song. Where, where are the girls from TLC now? Okay, speaking of... Lisa Left Eye Lopes tried to burn down Andre Risen's house. Okay, name the other, the other TLC member. It is the L for Lisa? Oh my god. Oh my god. This should illustrate to all your listeners how ridiculous it is that you have the audacity to host this podcast. You don't know TLC, the TLC band members' names. Who cares? You never heard of the PC Boys? You don't know their names. You you don't you don't know what TLC like well, their names. Who else is in the band? T Bows. <laughs> T. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah, it's not Lopes. No, it's Lopez, and that's L. C is Chili. Okay, fool. I just called me a fool. This is a mockery. This is a mockery. Gwen Stefani was the singer. Can you can you name anything about it? One of the other guys was her boyfriend. What guys in the band? I don't remember their names. Oh my god. Do you remember their names? I believe she dated the guy she dated was the guitarist, and his name I believe was Tony. It could be. I don't remember their names. Um, yeah, because Gwen Stefani totally outshone them in the, in the aughts. All right, so you're advancing TLC though. Yes. All right, I don't agree, but I'm conceding again to my wife. All right, our next matchup. No, TLC's name, the names of the singers. Our next matchup is a real one-hit wonder, Semisonic. Okay, this is a great song. And they'll be going up against Eminem. Forgot about Dre. <laughs> I put that song in my top 20. Close so, what, that song. I love, I love that song. So, this song is like going to get torpedoed out of the tournament. Even though this song is more of a 90s song. Eminem really takes over in the aughts. It comes along 98, 99. The, okay, next song. I want to listen to that song. Sorry, semi-sonic fans. <laughs> wow, she's not... You have to give it to the chorus. This is a good song. So we hear the, you hear the song so often because every bar plays it when they close. Well, this is a good song, but it doesn't even deserve a spot on this list. Come on. Okay. Next, thank you. Next, she says, "Are you an Ariana Grande fan?" No. 
<laughs> because I said thank you next. All right, so that was Semisonic. One of the few one-hit wonders in this tournament because, for the most part, uh, hate it or love it, we've taken artists who were very like identified with the 90s and were instrumental in the 90s beyond just a couple of hit songs. Um, but Semisonic, you know, name a second clo- uh, Semisonic song. Can you do that? No, I cannot. And, and I obviously can't. All right, so uh, they're going to go up against Eminem. Forgot about Dre. Again, Eminem, much more identified with the aughts than the 90s, uh, but this song does come out. Uh, it just te- te- technically makes it. Okay, just play the song. wanted to invalidate this song because Dr. Dre also features in California Love. And Akiva didn't want the same artist in multiple songs. Still the same old G, but a bit low key. Hated on by most these niggas with no cheese, no deals and no G's, no wheels and no keys, no boats, no snowmobiles and no skis. Mad at me because I can finally afford to provide my family with groceries. Got a crib with a studio with a saw full of tracks to add to the wall full of plaques. Hanging up in the office in the back of my house like trophies. Did y'all think I would let my toe freeze? Hold please, you better bow down on both knees. Who do you think taught you to snow trees? Who do you think brought you the ODs, Easy E's, Ice Cubes, and DOCs, the Snoop D-O-G's, and the group that said motherfucker police. Gave you a tape full of dope beats to bump when you stroll through in your hood. But when your album sales wouldn't do too good, who's the doctor that he told you to go see? You said you were East Coast, I was West, not West Coast. Are you niggas that said that I turn pop, or the fur flop? Y'all the reason that Dre ain't been getting no sleep. So fuck y'all, all of y'all. If y'all don't like me, blow me. Y'all are gonna keep fucking around with me and turn me back to the old So what's the answer? You said you're East Coast girl. Well, I'm a Detroit girl, so I, I gotta go with Eminem. So Eminem knocks out Semisonic. This is offensive that you put them next to each other. I really love Eminem. I mean, he's such a shitty person, honestly. Like, I love, yeah, I, I agree with that. But I really love Eminem's songs. I, I, I love, I love, love his songs. I hate to say it because it's like the whitest thing you can say, but he really is my favorite rapper. <laughs> like, I'm so embarrassed to say that. Um, I mean, I think Tupac, I don't know. I mean, because Tupac's just career was much shorter and we got much more of Eminem. Yeah. Yeah, who knows what would have happened with Tupac. All right. But those are my top two for sure. All right. All right, that was a slaughter for Jen. Eminem forgot about Dre. Eminem, uh, obviously, Jen is Dr. Jen is from Detroit, so she's gonna have a bias there. And it's a song about doctors, so maybe she has another bias. <laughs> okay, next. All right, now we have the one-hit wonder yist of all the one-hit wonders in this tournament. It's the Verve, Bittersweet Symphony. Oh, that is a, oh, that is a great song though. Yeah, and that song also was featured in so many TV shows, so many movies. We all saw the music video a thousand times, the guy walking. But like, name another Verve song. Oh, you're going to put it against Nirvana? That is not nice. <laughs> uh, my brother Sammy, by the way, I think... Uh, Why he... do you have some... Like, you have two Nirvanas. I, I don't understand how you... Akiva had an idiotic rule that had to be limited to one song from each artist, which... That's idiotic. Yes. So we overruled it. This song is so classic. Oh, it's a great song. Great intro. Great intro. Oh, it's a great song. Cause it's a 
I think this podcast is going to annoy our listeners immensely. Anybody that actually likes 90s music is going to want to listen to these songs and not this inane chatter from you and I. Uh, so the feedback I got from the first episode was that I didn't talk over the songs enough. Okay. Well, I don't know who's giving you feedback. People wanted to listen to the songs, but talk about the songs as they're listening to them. Okay. All right. Next song. Is it hard enough for you to fathom the concept of people who actually pay to hear my voice? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Okay. Next song. All right, so the one-hit wonder for with Bittersweet Symphony going up against the second Nirvana song in the tournament because it won the Nirvana battle, but we felt that second place, Smells Like Teen Spirit, had to have a place as well. So that's Come As You Are. Obviously, a much less famous song than Smells Like Teen Spirit, but when we listened to it, AB and I, we both agreed it, 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 it came off better that evening. So here it is going against Bittersweet Symphony. giving her Candy Crush strategy tips. Yeah, I don't need your tips. Who's a better Candy Crush player? Be honest. <laughs> That's a lie. But. Who is at a more advanced level? This is, I mean, no question. It's a great song. I would actually go with a semi-sonic. It's not semi-sonic. It's the verb. The verb. The verb. The verb song, The Bittersweet Symphony. That, I mean, that, it's just such an iconic and classic song. This song beat, smells like Teen Spirit. That's dumb. I'm sorry. I don't... Okay. And now you're saying... You're putting it literally, like, on my notes. No, because you know. And you're saying that this song, nevertheless, can't even beat the verb. Well, Bittersweet Symphony... Nobody is going to know what the verb is. Bittersweet Symphony is is a classic, 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 wonderful mind. My brother Sammy, in his 8th grade yearbook for favorite song, he wrote The Verb. Like, he didn't even write the name of the song. He wrote The Artist. Sammy Chester was a music expert. Are you really voting Nirvana out of this tournament? No, I'm not. I voted Nirvana number one, the number one song already. This Nirvana song out of the tournament. Wow, I'm shocked. I'm blown away. You gotta listen to the chorus. We just did. All right, I'm still in shock by just what happened. I'm really in shock. But Symphony uh, is one of those classic songs. The next matchup is going to be right up your alley, I think, is Destiny's Child, Say My Name. That's a great song. Against Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. That's also a great song. Now, uh, to me, this is a route. Uh, I know which one I'm picking. I'm going to listen to them, but it's not even close. And I'm worried that we're going to disagree. Okay. Well, 
Do you want to guess which one mine is? I, I happen to love Christina Aguilera. I think she's a great talent. I don't know. Which one do you think is my pick? I, I don't know. Just listen. I don't really care. Just listen. Shh. This song transports me back to eighth grade. This must be, what was this, 98, 97? You want to say your name when you're in eighth grade. I'm getting a lot of a side eye from Dr. Jen tonight. Jen, were you ever running game in the 90s? Said, that's a great song but now it's going up against christina i i, I happen to love christina aguilera Ultimately doesn't matter because neither of these songs 
is like a top 20 song. So it doesn't matter. But I'm going to go with Christina. I love Christina. Okay, good. Because I have too. So I was worried. Akiva argued. Destiny's Child as well. Akiva argued that Say My Name is bigger than any Beyonce solo song. How insane is that? I mean, you guys are the last people that should be hosting this podcast. Really the last. She's so disgusted. Are you saying it's unlikely that nine months from now this podcast will be uh, (laughs) the cause of a baby being born? I think anybody that listens to podcasts in general is not a real music fan. I mean, maybe I'm wrong on that. I just don't think I'm wrong. She's trying to get a heel against all our listeners. I, I, I think if you're willing to take your listening time and listen to people chatter instead of listening to art in the form of songs, then... There's many forms of art, Jen. Well, no. Great music is... You can't even compare to a podcast, to people talking. So what about audiobooks? Those people are nerds. I don't know. <laughs> so that's not art. No, that's definitely not art. So Dostoevsky, not art. Christina Aguilera, more art. <laughs> yes. Hot takes from Dr. Jen. Uh, so I actually wanted to look up how old Christina was when the song came out because it's a little creepy to listen to. It actually is. I didn't. I don't think I understood what the lyrics were. Well, the good news. She was... She was eighteen. It was she was eighteen. But still, I mean, that's highly disturbing. I mean, eighteen is better than less than eighteen. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a little creepy though when you're up. So I mean, I I just love Christina. All right, so Christina's gonna advance. Our next matchup, our second to last matchup of the night, is REM losing my religion going up against Counting Crows a long December. Thoughts. Both excellent songs. Neither top 20 songs. So, again, this doesn't matter. But I, I probably I'll go with the Counting Crows. Can we listen first? Yes. This is another blowout, by the way. But I'll give it a chance. The R.E.M. song is a great song. I, it's an earworm a little bit. And it's also overplayed even now. So... I mean, which you could argue, if it's overplayed now, then it shows like what an excellent song it is. But it's something, I don't know, the song's a little irritating. The links that I will go to, the distance in your eyes. Oh no, I've said too much. I said it up. What happened to Michael Stipe? I don't think anything happened to him. Around. He's definitely a Bernie supporter. That's me in the spot, like I hope, because he could also be a Jill Stein supporter. <laughs> Alright, I've heard the song. I know this song. I know this song because it's always on the radio. It's definitely has a timeless quality to it, but it's a little annoying. Okay, next song. Can't remember the last thing that you 
sad as you were leaving But the days go by so fast That it's one more day up in the canyon And it's one more night in Hollywood If you think that I could be forgiven Who's advancing here? I mean, the other song is is it? R.E.M. song is such a better song. It's, it's a more classic song, but I like this song better, definitely. R.E.M. is also a much more important band. Probably true, but I, I would advance the song because I like this song better. All right, to me, I think R.E.M. has to advance there. I think you could make a case for that. I would pick the other one, but I wouldn't be horrified if you picked R.E.M. So are you going to give me one tonight? Yes, I will give you that one. Okay, so R.E.M. is going to advance. I just remember being in like third, fourth, fifth grade and Counting Crows being like so cool. So cool. I have no comment to that. Probably in fourth, fifth grade where like in the library or doing something nerdy. (laughs) Wow, big dissy, your husband there. (laughs) This is the next. In sync. Tearing up my heart, song 31. Okay. This is, this goes on your bracket? I... You're not a fan. I mean, this song was very, 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 very popular. Yeah, a lot of people think this should be a one scene. It's like an excellent song. Ice Ice Baby on your list. Well, that was a, that was a good song. What's the next song? Okay. Recording anything. I'm not re-recording. Just because you forgot to hit the record button, I'm not saying the same thing over again. <laughs> All right, so I, I had explained to Jen how the 30-second song was a patron song uh, vote. Then she went on a rant about how the patrons don't exist. That is true. <laughs> uh, then I read her the songs, and obviously she says it should have been Beck Loser because that's in her list of top 20 songs, but she wasn't horrified by Spice Girls Wannabe. Is that correct? I do like the Spice Girls song, and it was an important song, so I am not horrified. Okay, so here we go. We're going to listen to Spice Girls Wannabe. It's going up against Insync, Tearing Up My Heart. Which of the Spice Girls were you, Jen? Black Hole Sun is a great song. That wasn't the question. Every girl was a Spice Girl. Which one were you? Song? <laughs> I was singing it the other day. And Erez, her son, said, What's, what does that even mean? Like, what? what's Black Hole Sun? What did you say to him? He said it's a good song. So you never thought, you never identified as one of the Spice Girls? Can you list the Spice Girls? I was Sporty Spice. Okay. Who are the Spice? Let, let me... Let me. Sporty Spice, Baby Spice, Posh Spice, um, Scary Spice. Uh, wait, Scary, Sporty, and Baby Spice. Oh, you did it. And I even know the real names. Jerry Hallowell was Baby Spice. Victoria Beckham now was uh, was Posh Spice, obviously. Um, that's all I can do. Mel B and Mel C. Okay, Mel B was 
scary. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else is. It's probably she was Katie she was sporty. And then Baby Spice was Emma Bunton. By the way, I do not have to Wikipedia everything like you do because I'm actually a 90s. I want to play Wikipedia tonight. I, I Wikipedia one thing tonight. I Wikipedia two things. I Wikipedia how old uh, Christina Aguilera was. I'm not fully confident that the other Mel is Mel C. It's Mel B. I think it's Mel C with Sporty Spice. Five listeners yelling at you right now. Let me see. Who was Sporty Spice? Sporty Spice. Mel C. I was right. Melanie Jane Chisholm. What does Zigga Zigga mean? Okay, so who are you voting for? Spice Girls or NSYNC? Spice Girls. All right, wow. So the uh, the fan nominee advances. Move along. Let's. I want to finish this. Well, we're done. We did all of our matchups. We got our 16 songs. We have to pick the next. No, we're not doing the whole tournament tonight. We're just doing the first this round. What do you mean? We already listened to all the songs. Now we can quickly go through yeah. and pick. I like it'll take 30 seconds. No, that's not how it works. You you were on. The, you, if you want to come on again next week, we can do the next round. You're stretching this out even longer. I can tell you the number one song. Ready? It's Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. All right. Uh, just to remind the listeners, here are the 16 songs on our Sweet 16. Britney Spears, Baby One More Time. Pearl Jam, Jeremy. Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. Smashing Pumpkins, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. No, I'm not. I'm not reading the names of these songs because I'm boycotting this. This is stupid. Your bracket is stupid. Anybody should listen, should, to, listen to what my top 20 real 90s songs are. Are and that is the list. Yeah, you, you, Jen actually walked off in the middle of this podcast. I had to coax her back. Uh, the rest of the Sweet Sixteen: uh, Whitney Houston, "I Will Always Love You," Nirvana, "Smells Like Teen Spirit," Tupac, "California Love," going up against Tupac Changes, which is amazing. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, "Under the Bridge," uh, undecided between Radiohead, "Creep," and Biggie, "Hypnotize." Now, here's my list for the listeners. No, I'm saying my list again, and then the listeners, if there actually are any, can vote and say which list is better. The 32 fans bullshit 16 list or my list. I'll, I'll, I'll pick 16 from this. Ready? In no order. Michael Jackson, Black or White. Madonna Vogue. Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. Pearl Jam Jeremy. I'm going to do another Pearl Jam alive. Zombie Cranberries, Mariah Vision of Love, Whitney I Will Always Love You, Corn Freak on a Leash, Nine Inch Nails Closer, Dre and Eminem Forgot About Dre, Radiohead Creep, Collective Soul Shine, Beck Loser, Tupac Changes. There you go. My list is infinitely better. We already did this on the podcast. All right. Uh, the, the rest of the songs are TLC Waterfalls, Eminem Forgot About Dre, The Verve Bittersweet Symphony, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle, R.E.M. Losing My Religion, and Spice Girls Wannabe. Your list is a joke. You voted for Your me. list is a joke. This is all your picks. My picks are based on your stupid list. Your list is a joke. This bracket is a joke. <laughs> it's offensive. All right. Uh, can you agree that Biggie goes ahead of Radiohead for the th- for this final spot in the Sweet 16? What are you talking about? What's the final spot on the Sweet 16? Radiohead Creep or Biggie Hypnotize? Why are we having this debate again? Because I want to see if you'll concede. No, of course I won't. Okay, so we're going to have to take it to the listeners or to Akiva or something. Um, all right, so thank you very much, Dr. Chen, for coming on the podcast. It was a real pleasure. <laughs> Do you feel closer to your husband? 
Do you want to go upstairs and cap the evening? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> she shoved the microphone away. All right, I think Dr. Jen is done, uh, but I, I know that the listeners appreciated you. Uh, if the listeners asked you to come back, would you come back? I do not believe that you have listeners. I do not believe they exist. Okay, so this, this was a waste of time. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to ask listeners to message you. Actually, no, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask listeners to like send you audio recordings of themselves asking you to come back, okay? <laughs> that way you'll know they're real because you'll hear like their different accents. Get, like your friends. No, no. It, I'll ask people to say their names and where they're from and their relationship with me outside of this podcast. <laughs> I don't believe they exist. Well, we'll see. All right, Dr. John, thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> If you wanna be my lover